podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome to Pumping Up the Podcast. I'm your host, Elise Eldridge. On today's episode, I'm joined by my friend Renata, and we're getting deep into Season 1, Episode 4 of Hannah Montana, a classic episode entitled, I Can't Make You Love Hannah If You Don't. Let's go ahead and jump right in. Okay, Season 1, Episode 4, I Can't Make You Love Hannah If You Don't. <laughs> uh Renata, when was the last time you had seen this episode? Like, did you remember anything about this going in um, before you watched it recently? Um, I don't. I don't think I remembered it at all, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it was familiar in the sense that it was like, yeah, this is Hannah Montana. Like, man, memories. But <laughs> I, I don't remember Josh. I don't remember any of the specifics. Right. I, um, I, this is an episode that like really stuck in my mind because it's just, it makes so much sense for them to do this sort of plot. Um, so basically, generally speaking, Miley goes on a date with an older boy. Um, ninth grade, specifically. <laughs> he's in the ninth grade. She's in the eighth grade. Um, and they make like a huge deal out of that. Um, and he, it comes up that he really doesn't like Hannah Montana. And Miley takes it very personally <laughs> and decides to convince him of why Hannah Montana is great. Um, and that involves uh, them going to a Hannah Montana concert together, which obviously opens the door for some hijinks um, because she can't be in two places at once. <laughs> yeah, but she just like she just agreed so readily. But when Lily wanted to go to a concert with her. She was like, no, I can't. But with You this, know what? Like, That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> like, they didn't even make a big deal out of it. It was just like, oh, let's go to this Hannah Montana concert. And then it was just like, okay, it's happening. Whereas when Lily wanted to go to a concert with her, she was like, no, I can't. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, she was so overwhelmed by this boy that she just jumped into <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> so the episode opens with, like, Miley like creepily staring at this guy josh um he's i guess like been out surfing or something um and lily's like <laughs> i actually wrote down the quote because it was so confusing to me lily's like just go ask josh out and then miley says i can't i'm from tennessee we don't do that oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> because i guess tennessee girls are more conservative and like reserved i guess <laughs> it didn't it didn't really make sense it didn't but i loved her i love her like her twang it's yeah so i love when her tang <laughs> I, lo I love when that twang pops out um <laughs> um and they make such a big deal about how josh is a ninth grader um she can't pull I her eighth grade moves on out right you know? and and i just i think it they make a really big deal out of it and like guess i would understand it if like you know, there, there is a divide between middle school students and high school students, sure. But it's only one year in this case. And, like, they're both pretty young. So yeah. I, I can understand, like, acknowledging it. But people make a huge deal out of it in this episode. 
particularly her dad her dad's like you're not going out with an older boy i'm like it's maybe one year maybe less than a year yeah (laughs) yeah and he's obviously very immature too so like (laughs) yeah so (laughs) lily lily convinces miley to go over to him basically by saying you know channel hannah and like you talk to crowds of people every night so it shouldn't be a big problem for you to just go talk to one person yeah (laughs) she goes over and she basically screams in his face she's channeling hannah she is she's channeling hannah like at a concert when she's like yelling out to the crowd like how y'all doing tonight (laughs) and i thought it was actually a pretty good bit how she was channeling hannah but but she was just screaming in his face yeah so they they miley goes home and i guess josh calls her which uh had they like like they never show are we to assume that they had talked at any point other than their interaction on the beach earlier like as far as we know the only time he has even known who she is is when right. she was yelling in his face um yeah, i don't think that we're supposed <laughs> to assume they really talked i i feel like we're supposed to assume that maybe he like looked up her phone number in the phone book or something which is interesting i was like really you her that interaction is enough for you to look up her phone number and call her and ask her out on a date um i thought that was interesting <laughs> i mean she's just adorable you know i don't know i guess um i did like uh, her i liked her little board shorts in that first scene she had these like <laughs> yellow floral like beach shorts on and like this cozy yellow sweater i was a fan i liked it <laughs> um the the uh they then like i guess jump ahead a little and miley's like waiting for josh to come over um she's like freaking out and she tells her dad to calm down and he's like i i wrote in quotes honey if i was any calmer i'd be dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah which i mean he's probably right um he's like i literally do not care (laughs) josh enters and he immediately is like you look hot yeah like like, he's so awkward (laughs) with the finger guns constantly oh my gosh again they they've like never had any real interaction before this point and the first thing he says to her when arriving at her home is you look hot and like her dad is standing right there (laughs) yeah um, Josh also is wearing like the worst shirt oh, yeah. like you could possibly dream up. Um it's it's, it's like a like, yellow polo with like some red sun printed on it. Yeah, something. it looks like somebody laid down a stencil and like painted yeah. this sun on it. And then the back has like some sort of giant logo on it. I couldn't get a good look. It was really weird. Um, it was maybe the worst shirt we've seen on the show so far, which is saying something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was the worst single article of clothing. There's lots of bad uh, ensembles, but this one was pretty... It It's just atrocious. I don't know where they found it. If they didn't find it somewhere, they had to have made it. And why would you make it look like that? Uh, it just opens up a lot of questions. <laughs> go with his character, because he's just... Like a crazy 15-year-old boy or something. I don't know. When they first showed him, like, at the beach, I was like, oh, so he's supposed to be, like, a cool character. And then it's like, no, he's just, like, a total doofus. (laughs) Um, So 
we then get into the B plot, which I guess we can talk about the B plot all at once because there's no point in going back and forth on this B plot. It is just so weird. Um, Jackson is at like his job at the like food shack on the beach. And Which I, I think this is the first time we um, see the words Rico's Surf Shop. Yes. I, I think it is because I, I did watch the first three episodes as well just because I was yes. like, it's three episodes, you know, <laughs> let me get into the groove of this. Um, so I watched the first three episodes and they did have like a scene or two maybe at the beach at this place, but I don't think they showed Rico's Surf Shop like the title. So I think they're starting to like... Yeah, because we haven't seen Rico yet, but yeah. I, it must be very soon because they they did establish that this is Rico's surf shop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's, um, you know, alluding to what's to come. Right. Uh, and he is trying on different pairs of sunglasses, <laughs> cycling through really uh, dated impressions. <laughs> He does an Arnold Schwarzenegger. He does an Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Um, and those impressions are enough for this random girl to walk up to him and ask him out on a date. <laughs> She's very forward. Yeah. And so then Jackson's friend Cooper, who we've seen a lot of lately, shows up and is like, that's my little sister, which I feel like Jackson should have known he had a little sister. Right. She, she immediately like turns off her charm and is like, shame on you for thinking I'd want to go out with you. And she refers to Cooper as big brother, which is like not something you say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she She's acting like a real lunatic. Um, and Extremely two-faced and just her, right. both, both sides of her annoy me in, immensely. Like, yeah, both sides are very weird. Um, neither side is good. Neither side is someone I'd want to hang out with. Yeah. Um, I think Jackson's just really desperate. Because um, oh, yeah. <laughs> then later, he's just like hanging out at home and she shows up at his house. How, um, did, how did she find where he lived? Like, I questioned that. Yeah. And she's like, let's have a party. It's Friday night. We've got a party. And she gets so excited seeing um, microwave popcorn. With the movie theater butter. Yes. She she's so excited. I did appreciate I did appreciate that she said movie theater butter and then later when Cooper came in, he also he, said he it in the same did. way. I was like, okay, that was kind of cute. It's all in the family. <laughs> um they're both super into microwave popcorn, which is an interesting <laughs> character trait. Um and then I guess Cooper shows up and she has to hide. Um and She's like, I'm going out of town. Like, this is my last night here. And it's like, why is his little sister only in town for, like, a day? That's what I was questioning. <laughs> like, and also, like, she's like, oh, I'm from the East or something. It's like, right. Wait, is she, she visiting from, like, a mental hospital? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I also, don't wait, understand. How old are Jackson and Cooper? Jackson is 16. I'm, I've just been assuming Cooper's the same age. She... They, they're they talking about her as if she's Miley's age or younger, which, like, she looks she looks older than her well, brother, yeah. number one. Yeah. She looks like she should be, I don't know, 20 years old or something. Like, like right. at, the, at the least. But they talk about her like she's, like, an actual child. They specifically um, refer to her as 
as Cooper's little sister. Yeah. It's really interesting. The casting here, like, maybe that's the issue, but, like, <laughs> but like, why would Jackson be super into someone that's his sister's age? Like, it just, it's weird. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I don't know. They Cooper finds out that she's hanging out at Jackson's house, and she, again, is like, shame on you. I would never. And they, like, leave her outside. Well, because uh, Olivia came on to Jackson and, and, like, kissed him. Right. And, and Cooper Cooper's like, why would you be kissing my little sister? She's just a small child, even though she's not. Um, and so exactly. they leave her outside yeah. to, like, talk about it. And then they open the door and she's, like, kissing this delivery man. <laughs> um, who seems to be an adult and it's like why is he <laughs> kissing a child because even if she's younger than them like like she's still a minor like she shouldn't yeah. just be going around kissing random people um and they're like oh olivia got you the whole time she was actually two-faced uh <laughs> see you should have trusted me friend and it's just like this is just so weird this is the i like how they didn't plot. even they didn't really discuss anything in between cooper being mad at jackson and cooper being cool with jackson at the very end it was just like cooper's mad at jackson and then cooper sees her his sister you know being two-faced and then he's just like oh well we're, we're buddies again right and if cooper's gonna be mad at anyone in that situation it should be the delivery guy um <laughs> not his little sister <laughs> yeah um Anyway, that's that's what the B-plot was. Now we've talked about it. We've gotten yeah. it out of the way. <laughs> Friendship prevailed. I guess that's what we can take from that. Cooper Cooper lives to show up another episode. Um, I'm surprised. Like, I, do, I don't know how much Cooper is going to show up in the rest of the series. But I literally, for as much as he's shown up in these first four episodes, I literally have no recollection of him, like, when watching this as a kid. Like, yeah, I, don't, I, I don't remember him at all. No, I, I I think I vaguely remember Jackson having like a friend, but he Cooper just doesn't really do anything. He's just there to yeah. comment on things. Um like in in the in the episode where like Jackson gets that car, like Jackson would have been totally happy with that car, but Cooper had to be there and be like, That's a car for girls, and that yeah. was the whole crux of the B plot was like, <laughs> stupid, but <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um but yeah, so now we've t- we've we've gotten it out of the way. We've talked about it. We've talked about the crazy little sister. Um, so Miley and Josh, I had to like think. I'm like, is his name Josh? It's something super generic. We never see yeah. this guy again. Um, <laughs> he he, I guess, reveals that he doesn't like Hannah Montana. And mm-hmm. my question is, does he need to like Hannah Montana? Like, wouldn't it be better for Miley if he didn't? Because that right. way he, like, wouldn't be poking around. He wouldn't be asking questions. Yeah. That would definitely make more sense. But she was just personally offended. You know, yeah, she was for- talking to Lily. She was like, oh, he doesn't like <laughs> half of me. And I, I, I guess that's fair. But, like, is it really half of her? Like, it's just kind of a persona yeah. And he doesn't have to like it. I mean, for why why would this boy be interested in Hannah Montana's music? That's, I mean, that's kind of lot, an ongoing question. Boys, there were a lot of teenage boys at that concert. <laughs> yeah, there were. Um, I It's kind of an ongoing thing for me. It's like Hannah Montana really seems to appeal to young people. Um, 
in a way that like like what other artists that are women like equally appeal to teen boys and girls <laughs> like um, I, I don't yeah. know it, it like it's really interesting that a 14 year old girl has all of these like young male fans because she I talked about this on a previous episode but like she she still very much looks like a child you know oh, like yeah. they're not sexing her up or anything she's a um, baby it, yeah, she's she looks like she looks her age, which is great. Um, yeah. But I, I do think it's interesting that so many of like the young guys on this show are like really into Hannah Montana. Yeah. Um, but so I guess it's like important to Josh that he keep Miley happy, and he's like, "Well, I've decided I'll give Hannah Montana a try. Let's go to a Hannah Montana concert." <laughs> and, and Miley just goes, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's at, like, a community theater auditorium. Right? I noted it's, that, and I was like... It's in the weirdest space. Um, and, like, the stuff that happens on stage is still, like, the stage that we see in, like, every other concert right. segment we get. It's, like, but, a big arena stage, but then, like, they the audience, the audience is, like... It's at most 50 people. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a very small group. Um... <laughs> although they're they're still like oh i'm gonna go get a pretzel there's really long lines for soda yeah. like it is an arena even though it's like you know no one's in that line you can see all the seats are full <laughs> yeah well but i mean that was just that was just miley lying the lines weren't actually long yeah you know? it, the whole thing is interesting because apparently yeah. hannah montana is like selling out these big shows and it's like well if she's selling out something like this i don't think she's that famous yeah, and it was like, and in the what was it? The first episode, she sold out like this big arena, and it's like, okay, so now she's, you know, she just really plays in all these different venues. She's like, okay, now I'm gonna play in this little, uh, you know, theater where tiny little productions go on. We're like on the weekends, they do a production of Oliver or something. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, why is she? Have- she has concerts so often. I know. <laughs> and they're all in the same city. We've talked about this on like every episode. I was going to assume that you guys have talked about this. And I was just like, how is she having a concert every week? <laughs> she has she has concerts like three nights a week and they're all in LA. <laughs> is it just the same people going to see her every time? I guess. <laughs> just- but it's just like, I guess it's just... It's just so normal to her because, like, early in the day, she's just chilling with her friends. And it's like, oh, yeah, there's actually a Hannah Montana concert tonight. I was like, you don't look like you're preparing for a concert. (laughs) Well, she just does the same thing every time. It's the same set list, the same outfits, the same dancers. Okay, well, then that that is even more weird that she has the same show in every every week in the same city. It's like (laughs) the same thing. I I think I think in later episodes they have her like legitimately touring and going to different okay. cities. But thus far, she really seems to only be doing shows in LA because yeah. kids from her school are there like every night. Yeah. Um and like Lily and Oliver are able to go at the drop of a hat, you know? Like it just it it's it does raise a lot of questions. <laughs> And it's like, yes, I I have to suspend disbelief because, yes, this is a kid's show. And it's like, yes, it's ridiculous. We're not expecting realism. But also it's like, 
how well, much am I supposed to believe? Right. Uh, we talked on the second episode. Um, my guest Alana made a point that maybe um, Hannah Montana is actually just a local celebrity so far, and she hasn't mm. actually like had her big break. Because, um, like, on the one hand, they talk about her like she is like a big celebrity and all this, but. Right. All that we've seen is her playing shows in LA for people she knows. <laughs> yeah. So maybe she's just like really popular in LA. Um, and she's just kind of getting her start. Um, I don't think that's what they want us to think, but the evidence is there. <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to make this make sense in our heads. Exactly. Because it, it, it is like a very pervasive question watching this as an adult of just like, <laughs> she still goes to school every day. Like she's yeah. clearly not like actually on tour unless she's like taking a private jet every day and like doing her homework on the plane, which we don't have, like see. a lot of downtime. She's, yeah, like, she like goes to the, the beach. <laughs> yeah, she, she sneaks out and goes to the movies, you know, like, it's, yeah, it's interesting. She decides that she has to basically run back and forth, changing her outfit all the time. Uh, like, literally between every song? Like, Yeah. <laughs> to, she she finishes a song. She finishes um, The Other Side of Me. Which oh, which I fir- love. The, yes, this is the first time we've gotten The Other Side of Me on the show so far. Um, she finishes it up, and then she says, you know, here's my guitar player enjoy right and then she runs back (laughs) to her seat is like how do you like it so far he's like i mean it's fine it's been one song and this is a really long guitar solo (laughs) yeah um and she's like well why don't you like it so far did you not like the first song and he's like oh i'm more into (laughs) hip-hop and it leads to the sequence that is the most cringiest thing thus far in hannah montana it's like one of the worst uh really bad sequences um miley goes back up on stage as hannah montana is like standing in front of like the curtain for some reason um (laughs) with like the big sign with her name on it (laughs) like the stage isn't open like we don't see the band or anything um and she starts like impromptu rapping um and it's it goes about as well as you'd imagine a thirteen year old white child rapping would go um, <laughs> with absolutely with, without, no experience or right exposure. and without any written material <laughs> <laughs> just just a thirteen year old improv rapping and the people um, backstage are just like letting it happen they're just kind of like they're oh, all just this- looking at each other like is she okay <laughs> <laughs> they're not like we need to stop this they're just like huh interesting choice Hannah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, well, she's the expert. <laughs> <laughs> also, she's she's like uh, riffing with the crowd and it cuts back to the audience and everyone's just sitting down looking confused. And it's like, if you're at like a sold out show for like this pop star you're really excited to see, wouldn't you be more excited that she was trying to like engage with the audience? Yeah. I, I thought that was interesting. Um, I mean, the, the cuts between the audience and the stage audience are like jarring. <laughs> Like they're They're quite different. (laughs) It's like you get to the audience and it's like, first of all, it's weird that they're all sitting there with like signs and stuff when they're obviously in this like auditorium seating. (laughs) (laughs) 
and that can hold like a hundred people. And then you cut to like the stage view of the audience. And, like, the and crowd it's, like, a noise is so yeah. loud. <laughs> but then you look and it's just like people sitting down. <laughs> um yeah, I, I would think that the hardcore Hannah fans would be much more into call and response than they were. Um <laughs> I, I will also say the acting by the extras at the concert is like among the worst I've ever seen oh from my a group God. of extras. They're the just sitting next to Josh, that 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 dude with the curly hair and the glasses. I was like, <laughs> he's awful. They're they're really not good at it. Um, and so then after rapping, she uh, I guess she does best of both worlds again. Um, Oh no! Wait, that's at the end though. That they do best of both worlds. Never mind. Uh, she like is like, okay, now my drummer has a solo, and she runs back, and he's like, yeah, I'm still not feeling it. And she's like, well, what do you want her to do? And he's like, oh, she should crowd surf. Yeah, and she's like obviously exhausted from running back and forth and like and having on to change her clothes. Like, yeah, like, her wig is probably so matted <laughs> because she just rips it off of her head every time. Um, doesn't put it back on like the mannequin head or anything. Yeah. Um, and so she goes back out and she crowd surfs and she's like, wait, where's Josh? And like Lily and Oliver like yell back to her. He left. And it's like, wouldn't everyone be like, wait, who are you talking to? Yeah. <laughs> it's just. I mean, the idea that they wouldn't figure out who she is, is you know. Yeah. <laughs> But basically, uh, she comes back and they tell her that Josh had said it was, like, the worst state of his life or something. Which, like, I mean, I guess he's justified in feeling that way. Because, like, he didn't actually spend any time with his date. And he just had to sit there watching this 14-year-old singer that he doesn't like. Right. Um, like, rap badly. Um, and sing songs yeah, for girls. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I, I would also think that was a bad date if that happened to me. To um, kind of a bad date, too. Because when... When she came back, like, the first time, I think, he was just like, yeah, it's okay. Like, I don't know. He was just being so... Um... Yeah, he could, he could have put a little more effort in to yeah. be excited. Yeah. Robbie Ray gives her, like, a pep talk or whatever. And then they're all just hanging out in, like, the empty auditorium after the show. Yeah, and, like, singing, taking turns singing on stage. Right. So this is when they do Best of Both Worlds. They, like, they like play it over the speakers and everybody gets a turn up on stage, like, lip syncing and dancing. Um, and Jackson's there now. And Jackson's doing his weird step dancing, which he does a lot. Um, and that's the end of the episode. I mean. <laughs> yeah, I guess the moral is that she shouldn't take it personally and she shouldn't try to change herself. I, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I will say that, like, I think the idea for this episode is really good. Mm -hmm. Um even though, I mean, this B-plot. Also, Jackson then shows up at the concert to, like, do his little, like, dance. Right. He was, like, hanging out at home. Yeah. No, they, it was... Whenever they kept cutting back between, the um, you know, the Miley's plot and then, like, the B-plot with Jackson, they kept cutting back to home. And I kept wishing that, like, more would have happened. But it was just like, oh, no. We just have more Olivia nonsense. <laughs> Oh, man. I think it was a valuable lesson for Miley in that she, like, shouldn't force people to like Hannah Montana. <laughs> I don't think that's the moral the show gave, but I think that's the moral she should have taken away from it. Right. <laughs> just, like, yeah. if someone doesn't like Hannah Montana, just let them not like her. They really try to push this narrative that it's literally, like, a 50-50 split between Miley and Hannah. 
And it's like, not really. Not not with what they've shown us so far, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's like they really show... Like, it's more just like a hobby of hers. Yeah. I'd be interested to know how she got into this. How this all yeah. started. I, I think they do touch on it later, but that is something that... Um, that I think everyone's very curious on. <laughs> Everyone that's been watching these episodes is like, how did this start for her? How long has she been doing this? Like, she's literally, what, 13? She's she's supposed to be 14. Um, but yeah, it, there is a big question of, like, how long has she been doing this? Um, because there's all these things that kind of point to it having been a thing for a while. And, like, like her, she and her dad seem very, like, set in their routine of it by mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it, it, it does beg the question, like, how... How young was she when this started? Yeah. And it's like, she seems to enjoy doing it, but I'm also just like, from a realistic point of view, I'm just like, oh my gosh, stop pimping your child out for like <laughs> money. Like, like I, I think what they end up saying is that like, she really wanted to do it. She really wanted to be a singer, but like, she really needed to have a normal life. But mm-hmm. like, I don't really know that this is a normal life. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how normal you can ever truly have when you're like, doing a concert on a school night and then going yeah. to school the next day. Yeah. And why does she have Hannah's closet in her closet? Like, I don't know. It seems, <laughs> like, seems like there would be more separation if you're trying to have that separation. Right. I mean, I, I asked the question, I'm like, they had to make some contractor sign an NDA for like putting in this like <laughs> double secret closet that has like Hannah Montana painted on it. Like, it's it's very odd. <laughs> yeah, very. Well, was there anything that we didn't touch on in this that like you really felt like we need to address that has like really stuck with you or um you feel like other people need to be aware of? <laughs> I did enjoy how Lily was being such a good like um I don't know how what, what you would call it. I mean, she's being like a good friend in that she's trying to like keep up the facade. Uh, you know, like knocking down Oliver's drinks. Uh, yeah, yeah. And... She she really was trying to make Miley's scheme work. Right. Yeah. She was really she was really helping as best she could. And I was just like, get you a friend like Lily. She's really there for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I was not super into Lily uh, with how she acted in the pilot, but Lily in this episode definitely proved herself to me. She uh, she is very much ride or die for Miley. Yeah. She will do what is necessary to uh, help her navigate her weird life (laughs) and i just i like the way lily like talks sometimes she's just she's fun um (laughs) oh and i loved her uh in like one of the earlier scenes whenever lily oliver and hannah not hannah i keep calling her hannah because the show is called (laughs) hannah and hannah but riley um they're all sitting out on like the deck before josh comes in and lily has like crimped hair and she's got like this knit beanie on and i love it it's like my favorite like it's cute it's got like little squares on it i don't know i liked it it looks very cozy (laughs) i liked it that's great yeah people have been much more into lily than i was anticipating um during this project which i think is kind of fun (laughs) people are like kind of standing for lily (laughs) she's great (laughs) um i also i also was excited um Mm -hmm. for the first song in the concert (laughs) uh the what's it called the other side of me yeah 
it's great and I, just as soon as i heard the line i hold the key to both realities that was just my favorite like i just remember loving that as a kid like the harm like the melody of it it's like I hold the, you know it's great yeah yeah the, and the, it does the little like uh i think on the actual recording there's like a tiny bit of like auto-tune on it yeah. it's great <laughs> and it like goes like a little like computery <laughs> it's I love very it. cool. <laughs> um let's see what I did take notes, but I think we've covered most of it. Yeah. I also, the other side of me, I guess, well, this is probably like the second song so far, because Just Like You was in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. We're, we're continuing on with the theme of songs that are like, I leave, I lead oh, a double yeah. life. You should be aware that I am two people. <laughs> yeah, she's literally like singing about her double life to the audience all the freaking <laughs> time. And it's just like... Yeah, it's Hannah Montana. She's just a 13-year-old girl who lives this life all the time. You know, it's like, okay. She's pretty desperate for people to know. Although I guess I guess her dad writes these songs. That's like part of the canon of the show. Yeah, so yeah. I guess he is like, this is what my daughter wants to sing about. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they keep up the facade for so long. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy the songs, but. Yeah, I would think that some people would start digging at some point. It's just, they just see Hannah for the simple face value. Well, uh, thank you so much for being on the pod. Um, I loved getting to chat about this one with you. Um, Do you have anything that you want to plug? Do you want to let people know where they can find you online? Um, Sure. You can follow me on Twitter (laughs) at (laughs) RenNatalia, R-E-N-N-A-T-H-A-L-I-A. Uh, that's basically it. <laughs> Perfect. You're the first guest I've had that doesn't like also have a podcast. So yeah, no, I'm, I I don't have a podcast. I honestly don't really listen to podcasts that much, but I will I will listen to this podcast <laughs> as much as I can. That's all I ask, as much as you can. <laughs> I did watch the first. Oh wait, I did have one more note. Um, yes. Just let's see. Okay, so at the timestamp four oh nine. The transition vocalization, it just really hit the spot. It was so, it was like, whoa, whoa, uh, like, I don't know. It was just so good. <laughs> I, I Those are always great. I wrote it down as if I could try to like remember the melody of it. But now looking at it, I'm just like, okay, I don't actually remember it, but it was so good. But at 409, <laughs> it was really good. So, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for episode four. Uh, next time is episode five. It's called It's My Party and I'll Lie If I Want To. Um, so should be pretty good. Uh- <laughs> I love the episode titles so far. Yeah, the, the episode titles are very, very good. Um, I Yeah, I, I look forward to continuing reading them in yeah. a dramatic fashion. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. I'm having too much fun watching the show. Like I might continue just like watching it. No, that's great. I, you are not the only person to say that. And it makes me really happy. If you, if you, if there's a particular episode that you watch where you're like, I need to talk about this. Let yeah, me know. We will have you back uh, anytime. Awesome. And, uh, and we'll go ahead and put it out there for everyone to hear. <laughs> Sounds good. 
Huge thanks to you again for listening to Pumping Up the Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, and I truly appreciate that you chose to give us a listen today. You can find us on Twitter at Pumping Up the Pod and on Instagram and Tumblr at Pumping Up the Podcast. I typically post screenshots from the episode on social media throughout the week, so be sure to give us a follow, and I hope you'll join me and my guests next week for episode five. Until then, keep on pumping up the party.